Connor, welcome to The Razor's Edge. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So obviously we're here to talk about your new album today, but before we get on to that, I want to talk about last year, um, the first shows post-pandemic, uh, and you put on some stunning performances at both Bloodstock and Damnation. So how was 2021 for you? Um, Interesting is probably the way I'd describe it, because obviously that was still, we weren't out of the pandemic by any means right but yeah it was it was definitely interesting kind of weird when things did start happening again like we were very fortunate to be able to play stuff like bloodstock and all that but kind of like the first events that really came back and opened up after so it was weird being back in those environments and uh, like at the same time on one hand it's weird being around that many people again and like obviously we've been used to isolating and like distancing and masks and all that sort of stuff so it's strange then being in a field with 20,000 people and everyone's just acting normal but then that's the other side of it like everything did fall completely back into place and like once you kind of got over that initial thing it was almost as if the pandemic had never happened like you were seeing friends catching up hugging everybody like so it it was, yeah, those first initial events were very strange. Like by the time Damnation came around, things that felt a little more normal. And so yeah. that show was just really nice because that, that felt like a, a, like a proper gig. Almost like it was, it was one that we'd been really looking forward to. And that was one of the ones where we really felt like, okay, we're back, we've hit our stride now. Like yeah. this is how things should be. So yeah, we really enjoyed that show. But in general, yeah, 2021 was a, an interesting year just because, yeah, it was, it was balanced between going from yeah doing absolutely nothing in lockdowns to oh well I guess we're back yeah <laughs> and everything in between yeah so um Bloodstock specifically that was your third time at the festival and you yes. became only the second band to play all three stages so so what does Bloodstock mean to you um Bloodstock's a festival that yeah we all kind of had admired a little bit from a distance I don't know I think Brady might have been to one of the years or something like that as a fan but when we were growing up, we were more typically like going to like downloads and like me and Dan had been to Hellfest. It seemed to be the one that had weirdly kind of like evaded us. Yeah. But then, yeah, we then come around as the band and we've been super fortunate to play every single stage and kind of work our way up. And they've always been big supporters of us, like I kind of as an organization. Obviously, we the first time we played it, we came up through the metal to the masses and all that sort of stuff. And so they're obviously big, big supporters of that. Um, but then... It's nice to obviously like that's a great opportunity and the whole Meltzer Masters thing is a is a great platform for bands. But it's nice then when you can go back and do it kind of on your on your own kind of like laurels and all that sort of stuff and like off the back of your own work. I don't want to say not I don't want to say just because you want a competition because that's obviously not how it works. But like the second and third time we've played it like is three four years after Meltzer the Masters and so it's kind of like almost slightly removed from it. It's like okay, well we're here because we are a band that they think is good enough to be on their main stage and a band they want on their main stage. And so that's nice as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, Bloodstock's a really cool festival that we uh, we enjoy playing. And just talking about Metal to the Masses, so every year 30 or so bands come through that process, but yep. so few make it like you have to get onto that main stage. So what do you think you need to do as a band or what indeed did you do as a band to capitalise on the op- that first opportunity to then grow? Yeah, it's kind of putting, and I don't know, like I'm obviously, I'm not in any of these other bands, so I don't know what their thought processes are, but it's about doing almost everything else. Like the reason Kundra initially went into Metal to the Masses was just to play some gigs. Like obviously there was the opportunity to then, if it went well, play Bloodstock and stuff like that, but it was, we 
or they at the time because I wasn't quite in the band then but they they went in just to play some more shows and get out there a bit more mm. um and that's kind of what I mean as well but like we didn't then when we came back and played the Sophie stage we didn't come back because we were metal to the masses winners from two three years ago ever we came back because we'd been out we'd played shows all around the world like we'd put an album out and that sort of thing so the one thing I would say is it's definitely a good platform and it's yeah if you can make it through and win and you get to play Bloodstock that's obviously incredible but it's very much about that that doesn't make you if that makes sense it's not oh great we've played Bloodstock now so yeah we're abandoned everyone's gonna know who we are it's like that is almost the bare minimum like that they have given you a platform to then go from but you have to then put in the work and kind of get out there and tour almost as if Mountain Masters and Bloodstock never existed. Like yeah. as much as it is a cool thing to do, if, if I would say if you want to be a band that is going to go further than that, that almost can't be your goal. Like if that's a nice thing that happens along the way, then great. But it's almost like you have to think a little bit more of the bigger picture and like just trying to get out there and be the best band you can be live, write the best songs you can. And then in theory, if you get those kind of what I what we would see at least in Conjure is the basics and like that's always been what we've done as well so like I'm only basing this off what we've been able to do but like if you get those basics right of like having really solid songs having a really solid live show then all these other things will hopefully fall into place and yeah. and a lot of it is luck like we're not oblivious to the fact that we've been very fortunate and very lucky with with how our career and our progression as a band has turned out so far but yeah if I had to give one piece of advice for bands trying to go beyond melts of the masses it's you have to think beyond melts of the masses and you hope like that can't be your whole world as cool as it is like yeah it's there's more to it than that essentially fair enough so um so off the back of 2021 you've got a new album coming out uh pathos on nuclear blast so how long ago did you start thinking about putting this album together um I mean we'd been thinking about it for ages the uh, it was the actual doing it that was the problem um, so yeah we started essentially not that the pandemic was a good thing for anyone but we we kind of needed the pandemic to get it done like um because we were touring so much um off the back of my and stuff like that we're we're not a band who writes when we're on tour or gets in a room and jams or anything like that we write kind of at home individually and then send stuff across um and so we really were able to finally knuckle down and work on it kind of when the pandemic hit, like we had a, a tour cut short in March, 2020. And when obviously at the time, everyone thought it was only going to be two weeks, but when it became apparent that it was actually going to be much longer than that, we went, well, we're never going to have a better opportunity than this. Like we've been legally told to stay at home. So we don't have anything else we, we really should or can be doing other than the album. So yeah, we'd, we'd been thinking about it and wanting to do it for years, but it, it really got going kind of early 2020. And then so it was written over, say, the majority of that. And we recorded it late. I think we recorded it in November 2020 um, and then had the whole thing back mixed and mastered March 2021. Yeah. So, yeah, from actually sitting down and doing it, it was early 2020, that sort of time. Yeah. So So I've been listening to the album this week, so you can hear a big progression in the sound on this album and I, I can't describe it as anything other than huge really okay well, we'll take that thank you <laughs> it's almost like being back in that bloodstock field last summer to be honest <laughs> um so when you're writing the new album what's your mindset like do you approach this album any differently to how you have before yeah a little bit um the one thing we kind of said is that we didn't want to just do the same thing again like we didn't just want a 
to write Amaya too. And we were very conscious about the fact that we did want to progress and push things further. But other than that, that was kind of the only thing that we did say. We didn't come into it going, oh, this one needs to be heavier or this one needs to be more death metal or anything like that. We didn't put those kind of restraints on it or expectations on it. It was very much just whatever we do, we want it to be kind of pushing things further and experimenting more. And just it, we, we kind of felt it had to be a step up from Maya. We weren't content putting out what we thought was something of the same level or essentially the same thing again. Um, but then, yeah, outside of that, the process was pretty much business as usual. Um, we're, we're just four years more experienced now and have four years more of like worth of influences and stuff that we want to kind of get involved is, is kind of the only difference that we feel like we maybe we have a bit more to say and a bit more to work with now compared to four or five years ago when, when Maya would have been being written. But then I guess the other thing with kind of off the back of that is Maya and any debut album, I guess, for a band is the songs you have on that album are just the songs you've written, right? That's just what you've got as a band. Whereas it's interesting now with this being the second album, starting from zero again, but having that experience and that knowledge and like those influences and that idea of what we want to do and then seeing how things go from there. That say that's kind of the difference is a debut versus now this is like our second our second rodeo, so to speak. Um and we've got, say, hopefully, experience that we've been able to pull on to do it better than we did last time. Yeah. And how important do you think this album will be in the evolution of yourselves as a band? It's hard to say. It's one of those things where I guess we don't know in the moment. It'll be it'll probably be something where maybe by the time the third album comes out or in several years, we might be able to look back and go, oh, yeah, Paphos was the one that really did it for us. Or maybe we can pinpoint it as that's where it all went wrong. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to wait and see. At the moment, I think it's just we're really proud of it and want to put it out as kind of like what is representative of who we are now. So at the time of release, you know, 2022, like this is Kundra, this is who we are. This is what we sound like. Um, and then kind of where it goes from there is say the bit what we unfortunately have no control over. Once it's out, it's not, it's not our thing anymore. Right. It's up to people, whether how well it's received and then kind of what, what we're able to do off the back of that. So like, like I said, we, we might be able to look back in a few years and, and reflect on that a little bit more. But at the moment, it's very much just a, a kind of a moment in time for this is who we are. And this is here's an album we're proud of. And this is kind of how we want to put our best foot forward, so to speak. And, and this is your first album with Nuclear Blast. So yeah. how has being on a major label helped you with this album? Um, it, yeah, they've been amazing. Like they've been the most supportive team and, and just amazing individuals. Um, they were always going to originally be involved um, when we were on our old label. Nuclear Bus were always going to be leasing it and releasing it in uh, US and rest of the world, I think. And then our old label was going to be doing UK and Europe and all that sort of stuff. So we'd started that relationship with them quite early, which was nice. And then when our old label kind of folded, um, Nuclear Bass were one of the first to approach us and go, oh, well, no, we would love to take you on full time. And like you say, we did have those slight worries of, oh, well, that's a like that's a really big label. Like, how, how's it going to be? Is it just um, people who at this point it's a business or anything like that? And like, we're just a band that they see as a hot prospect and so could make money or anything like that. But all of the initial, like we'd kind of got the feeling that wasn't the case anyway. But then when we did talk to them a little more and kind of, come to understand a bit more about the label and then working with them since all of those kind of worries have been completely blown out the water. They are legitimate 
fans of the band and fans of the music first and foremost and we we can tell from working with them that like they care about us and they care about this album which to be honest has been the biggest help like um they didn't put any pressure on us there wasn't a you need it submitted by this date there wasn't a nope sorry it needs to sound more like like this or anything like that or this is more what we're going for it was just we really like your band um we want to work with you so you know write the album give it to us when it's done and we'll put it out and it's just been say that kind of amazing relationship since the start and has only been getting better and better as we go on and like and we go through the release period and all that sort of stuff like we're constantly emailing back and forth and everyone's just super helpful and super lovely and just the best at what they do fantastic so to touch on the artwork yeah I, I love a good a good good album art so it is a cover, <laughs> very striking so how important is things like the artwork and the visuals and everything else that goes with an album how important is that to you yeah very this time that was kind of the same way i said but with the music we wanted to make a conscious step up and all that sort of stuff that also then relates to the art and all of that as well because that was something that we were still happy with how the debut came out but that was something where because we were just that was our first time doing it we were kind of naive that was something that when we submitted the first album to the label and they went okay cool have you got artwork and music videos and all of that we went wait what <laughs> so this time we, we wanted to make a much more conscious effort to do better in that aspect but also we felt like the album deserved it we wanted it to be much more of a complete experience so like everything is related and everything fits the same theme and everything is up to that quality from the music through to the artwork and the packaging and all that sort of stuff so yeah because it like you've just said it's something that we as fans of music appreciate like obviously we're doing it because we want our music to be the kind of best it can as a package but also like we're fans of music too like we want albums that have cool artwork when when our favorite bands release them and that sort of thing so yeah it, it was one of those things that we we took very seriously this time and put a lot of effort into making as good as it could kind of possibly be from our end yeah yeah so so uh, yourselves alongside bands like malevolence vexed and uh, people like that you've been hailed as the future of our scene so yeah what does that mean to you and 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 being seen as that potential five ten year down the line download or bloodstock headliner it's very it's very weird um especially when people are saying like bloodstock would feel way more attainable i i, I personally maybe don't see as ever headlining download but I, i'm not against it if somebody wants to offer us that like if that email comes through then absolutely but yeah it, it's strange because it's we don't necessarily see ourselves that way if that makes sense like not not to put ourselves down like we're not here over and going oh i don't know we're not a very good band like we believe in what we do and we like you have to be a fan of your own band but we don't do this to be the future of metal if that makes sense so we don't see stuff like that and go yeah great like yeah we are good or, or we also don't see it and go oh god that's a lot of pressure we need to we need to change what we're doing to make sure that we're successful or anything like that we are for kind of philosophy so to speak but even then that's probably too much of a grand word for it it's just we are four idiots in a band who write songs together we we write the music that we want to hear and that all four of us think is good and then if we hit that goal we put it out and obviously if other people like it amazing and if it does take off and if we are the future of british metal then perfect but it's it's one of those things where it, don't get us wrong it's very kind and like we're very appreciative of people who go out of their way to say things like that and and genuinely believe that and like 
have that belief in our band that is incredible and something we never expected but at the same time it doesn't change who we are or what we're going to do we're not going to do anything differently because we've been called that we're just going to kind of do what we were going to do anyway do what we think is best for us and if that results in say bigger bloodstock and download slots then then perfect that'd be amazing because those are still like the bucket list things right from when we were kids that's what we want to do but yeah we're not going to try and take any shortcuts or do anything differently to get there is is kind of what i'm getting at but overall it's it's a very nice compliment and like you say those bands you you mentioned are amazing like that new malevolence album is is insane so all bands that definitely do deserve that praise but yeah we uh we try not to take it too seriously <laughs> yeah so um you're heading off to hellfest this weekend you've got we are, yep. a headline tour coming up after the summer but after that what's next for conjurer kind of just getting back out there to be honest like once the album's out and we've got that headline tour i don't want to say out the way like we're just waiting for it to be over but like um once we do hit our stride with that we just want to get back out there and the plan is just to tour and tour and tour like we want to get back over to america and canada um i wasn't able to make it but the guys just did a festival in tasmania and so the plan is to then hopefully go back and we want to do like a full australian run like hit places we've never been before like japan maybe latin america and that sort of thing so yeah the plan is just to kind of get back to almost where we were pre-pandemic where we were on the road a lot and like kind of just getting out there and playing shows because that's what we love doing like as much as we do enjoy the studio and writing songs and stuff we do consider ourselves much more of a live band um and so yeah it's kind of we, we just want to get back to doing that really and doing it as well as we can and hopefully each time we go back around there's a few more people at each city and say if we do if we are fortunate to be asked back to festivals like bloodstock download then hopefully we can climb up the stages or up the order or anything like that but yeah we the plan is to just get back out there essentially with some new music finally brilliant so so path off comes out next week um yep. and i wish you all the best with the release of the album it, it does sound amazing i've been listening to it this week so uh, i wish you all the best with that and connor thank you for talking to me today no thank you very much mate thank you for taking the time i appreciate it thanks for listening make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels for more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.theraceresedge.rocks.